We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, it sucks that this league has such turnover that you can't, you know, keep the whole t- squad together. It's the NFL. Anything can happen. If not, how do you want fans to remember Someone who laid it all out for you. I played, you know, win, lose, or draw. I did it with class. I was a great teammate, and um, and I played hard. And that's uh, and I I loved playing for. I love playing football, and that's all I uh, that's all I hope anybody ever remembers me by. The Parkins and Spiegel Show afternoons on the Score. Well, that sounds like a dude who's done in San Francisco. Mike McGlinchey, the free agent right tackle the Notre Dame product the longtime 49er you know and, and as we live from the outside here on 670 the score we've always talked about that San Francisco offensive line in such glowing terms and Kyle Shanahan well look at they've got a pro bowler at left tackle and a pro bowler at right tackle and first round picks everywhere and everything but is he any good because the Bears might spend a lot of money on him. So let's find out. Bonte Hill is the morning host at 95-7, the game in San Francisco. He has the good fortune to work near my friend Mark Willard. And for my old friend, Matt Nahagian, oh, the Nahagian stories I could share with you, Bonte Hill. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I may need some dirt, man, to keep a job out here in the Bay Area. Oh. Uh, Mark Willard, I mean, geez. Mark Willard, really? Oh, man. Uh, look, he's a good dude. No, seriously, both those guys have been great. I love Matt Nahigan. I love Mark Willard. I do not love Mike McGlinchey, the football player, though. Uh, I actually cautioned somebody in Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago. And they're thinking, hey, we want to spend about $16, 17000000 million on the right tackle, and we think Mike McGlinchey's a guy. And I said, good luck with that. Have fun spending that money on him. Good dude. Okay player. He will struggle with pass protection. It will feel like an overpay if you give them that much money per year. So that's why we called. Tell tell us why. We don't want to be out of town stupid, Bonte. And if you right. use that, if you use that, you got to give me credit for it because I've been using it a no long doubt. time. I, uh, I, I definitely will. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but so help us not be out of town stupid. Tell us more about Mike McGlinchey, the player. Well, well, you know, they drafted him 10th overall right out of Notre Dame. But in draft class, it had Roquat Smith, Quentin Nelson, Derwin James, and a lot of Niner fans thought that Derwin James was to pick, even though they didn't need a right tackle. And so a lot of Niner fans and a lot of people out here kind of compare Michael McGlinchey and what he did in terms of production to what Derwin James has done with the L.A. Chargers. Now, Derwin James has been hurt, but, but so is Mike McGlinchey. And I think a couple of years ago, he lost so much weight. He almost looked like he was a, 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 a slim tight end. And he couldn't block anybody in pass protection. He was getting he was getting just tossed around like a rat dog. In run, pardon me, in the run game, he's solid. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna blow hope and holes. He's gonna he's gonna be solid there. He's a road grader. But in pass protection in the league, in which you need to convert third downs, the buddy down, in which you need to give your quarterback time to throw against monster edge rushers. I don't know. And I'm looking at that division. Aiden Hutchinson. You know, Minnesota's got some dudes. Green Bay's always got some guys uh, who, who can rush the passer. 
I'm just not so sure about Mike McGlinchey, the pass protector. Now, unless you're going to run the ball every single down, great. You got yourself a bargain. But unfortunately, you can't run the wing T offense. You're not running a wishbone. You're not being like Barry Switzer's Oklahoma uh, Sooners back in the day where you're running the ball down people's throats. You got to throw the ball a little bit. And that's where McGlinchey gets into trouble. When he gets beat, is it speed? Is it power? Is it both? It's both. It's both. I mean, because, uh, again, he had lost so much weight. Now, he put some weight back on over the last couple seasons. But if you look at him three seasons ago, you're like, geez, is that a right tackle? Really, Mike McGlinchey? So he did bulk up a little bit, but speed gets him, uh, power gets him, because at times in pass protection, he's just off balance. His footwork at times could become atrocious, or atrocious, excuse me. I got that from Low Deal. You could steal that one. Don't even trip off of that. But uh, his footwork has just been bad. Uh, in terms of pass protection. So speed, power, doesn't even matter. And a lot of times the Niners said help over there. Now, you could do that because you have Trent Williams as your left tackle. But Mike McGlinch, he gets beat with both speed and power. Man, that's uh, distressing stuff. So you mentioned Trent Williams. Like, we got a left tackle in, in Braxton Jones who probably is going to be the dude who is not a lockdown pass rush, you know, killer um, and, and so we've had to use chip help and max protect some of my dear friends right. on the offensive line. Well, they re-signed Kari Blassen game for, you know, this is a guy who as, as he's exiting the backfield might yes. be able to come over and give a little, how's your father? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like it, 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 did Trent Williams help Mike McGlinchey exist? Cause you probably didn't have to help Trent Williams too much on the edge. Yeah, no doubt. It, it did help. It did help. And don't forget Joe Staley before Trent Williams, where you didn't really have to help Joe Staley, who's a borderline Hall of Fame left tackle. So uh, it, they use a lot of tight ends at times with Mike McGlinchey. Again, when it was one-on-one, uh, it was just – it was bad on that edge. And a lot of teams, they'll, whether it was Micah Parsons in a division around game, whether it was uh, the commanders and their pass rushers late in the season against the Niners, McGlinchey did get help. He was – I mean, he became – it became so bad out here. Like a lot of people rip Jimmy G out here, and a lot of the fan base has been put out Jimmy Garoppolo since he's arrived. But Mike McGlinchey was almost like he was the second scapegoat. Clips would come out every single week, and they'd isolate him. Mike McGlinchey, look at what he did here. Look at what he did there. So, uh, look, I, I think a, a change of scenery. Maybe the offensive system didn't fit him uh, coming out of Notre Dame. Obviously, they're playing with a little more power. Um, so I. I just 16 to 17 million per year. A lot of us out here said, really? Gosh, what about 8 million? What about 9 million? But we get the price. We get, you get, you get the price point at right tackle. Everybody's looking for an offensive lineman. So, uh, I, I mean, he, he's a good guy in the locker room. He's a good guy in the huddle. But for that money, you want all pro, you want pro bowler. And he's just not that. I'd love to know what his health is, where his the condition of his body, and just where he feels like you mentioned putting on weight. That if if we know he's at the ideal weight with actual hundred percent health, what kind of player we're getting? You know, I don't know if we ever saw the full potential of him because early in his career he dealt with some injuries. But he was, he was big. He was coming out of Notre Dame playing at that playing weight. Um, he, it looked like he had lost weight. It, it almost looked like he was an old-school West Coast offensive lineman in which, he, in which he basically was like Bob McKittrick's tool, where they're 270, they're pulling guards, you know, he's running counters and traps. 
And it was like, well, Shanahan really doesn't do a lot of that. And so I think the ideal way for him is about 310, 3-10. And look, he is a tough guy. He does play through injuries. But I always caution players playing through injuries during a contract season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like guys are played like contract season. Oh, I'm going to play through anything because I need to get that money. And I always caution myself when players do play through injuries during a contract season because next thing you know, they get the money. And now if they do suffer a little nink, uh, a little kink or a bruise or whatnot, and then it's saying, okay, this guy's going to sit out the game because he's already got his money. He's going to play it safe. And I could see a situation that Mike McGlitch, you're not calling him soft, but I could see a guy like that where he gets his money and he's just saying to himself, uh, I'm not going to push this this week. I'm going to wait a couple extra weeks to make sure this knee heals right. Well, this was horrifying. Um, thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, Bonta Hill. I'm the the worst person to call about Mike McGlitchy. I'm telling you, man. He became a whippy boy out here. And midway through the year, we just said, you know what? We're not going to talk about Mike McGlitchy. It is what it is. He is who he is. I mean, pop on week one. Week one against the Bears. Trey Lance comes out there for the Hufanga interception. Third down. And who's the rookie defensive end who just pile drive Mike McGlinchey right to Trey Lance? Boom, sack. I mean, that rookie had his down. I don't even remember his name. Was so Dominique Robinson? Might have been Dominique, Dominique Robinson. Robinson. I think it was Dominique Robinson. Because uh, I remember, yeah, Dominique Robinson. Uh, I mean, the he only was, play he made all year. <laughs> well, it, it was against Michael Glinchy, so there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Oy. No, Oy. I, I think okay. you're the right guy to, to call, and I'm glad we did. But you go away now. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm going to go suffer during the Warriors game now, see if they could freaking win a road game. They've only won seven road games. <laughs> yeah, but that Draymond stuff on Dylan Brooks is gold. Hey, it is kind of, hey, we're going to miss Draymond Green if he ever leaves or retires because he is a content machine, no doubt about that. <laughs> Bonte, <laughs> thanks, man. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate you. Anytime, fellas. Have a good one. All right, you got it. It's Bonte Hill from 95.7 The Game. Well, woof. Okay. Woof, woof, woof. You know what it made me think of? All the different free agent tackles the Bears have brought here. Orlando Pace. Oh, God, man. Blake Brockermeyer. Jermaine Fetty, Frank Omiel. Oh. <laughs> they did have two good ones, though. John Tate and Fred Miller. Yes, they did. John Tate and Fred Miller how, were part of the, That was all free agent. How, how about Reuben Brown? Guard. Oh, right, 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 of course. They played him at left guard. And they had Roberto Garza. I mean, that was... So they got they did have a couple. See, they had Bushrod too in that class with Martellus Bennett that year. That's true. Jermon Bushrod, Jermon Bushrod, who was a killer in New Orleans, and There's then no vineyard out there where they're growing uh, left tackles. My God, bless you for still having that, Jerry Angelo, frantically looking for the tackle vineyard. God, I'll never forget. We we're so excited <laughs> about Orlando Pace, and then there was that exhibition game against the Broncos and Elvis Dummerville. Just abused Orlando Pace. That was my guy. And, and you and, know my love for short pass rushers. Well, and then and we thought, well, you know, maybe bad body matchup. Right. It's an exhibition I game. Remember. But no, that was in fact the herald of bad tidings. And Elvis exposed Orlando Pace, who apparently had retired from football <laughs> and just didn't hadn't tell the Bears. Didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I was mean to not tell the Bears. Right. About it's just that. not nice. Oh, God. The Tackle Vineyard. Have you ever had an Orlando Pace Cabernet Sauvignon? It's absolutely delicious. I have not. It's got sort of those the, the blue fruit mm-hmm. notes, the graphite on the finish. Yeah. It's old, though. It's old, though. That's old Relatable be. Dan there. Graphite on the finish. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, dude.
Yeah, we just, listeners don't know what that means. I'm making fun of myself from the camera okay. views reads. Sorry about that. I don't listen to your show. It's yeah. part of the bit. We Jason it. Peters still has a lot more football left in his career. Uh, I don't know about a whole lot. That's the best. <laughs> Jason Peters, you still got a lot yeah. of football. I don't know. I don't know about that. Forgot him. There you go. That was the best offensive lineman that year, though. Oh, God. So, so bears. Uh, Danny Parkins, the relatable Danny Parkins, is not here um, today. He's with his family, taking care of them. There's a virus, hopefully not a terrible one, going through the house. Yeah, he- just everybody's walking around, just throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cavalcade of vomit. It sounds like norovirus to me, which means two days of hell, oh, and then it's over. That's too bad. But we have the very relatable Dan Bernstein here instead. Hello! Dave Wanstead is next with us on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.